Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi guys, welcome to a very special SOTG Wrestling Roundtable Podcast slash Golden All the Big Time podcast um it's it's this thing's the first time we've actually all been together in a in a, a long time but we're uh, the five of us are here and we're going to talk some wrestlemania predictions um i i'm going to do what i do at the start of every show and i'm going to throw it around the table this week's table is a little bit bigger because it's wrestlemania so everything's a little bit bigger um and i'm going to let everyone know who's here and they can introduce themselves and then we'll we'll get into some predictions and uh, we're going to go through a bit of a card that we know at this at this time. There'll be matches added to it, I'm sure. Possible changes, I'm sure. But the bulk of it is what's happening at WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, I'll throw around and everyone can do what they do. Adam, you okay? Yes, mate. Uh, we are busy. Everyone's here. Everyone's here. Uh, talking WrestleMania two weeks out, which I think originally some of us were a bit like, I, I, what what are we able to talk about? Aren't we not? So there's a bit of speculation. There's a bit of prediction. No doubt there'll be something that ends up being added to the card that none of us expected. Yeah. But yeah, it is. What I it think is. it'll be good. It'll be all good. Mike, you okay? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, glad to be here with you guys instead of just looking at Alan by myself. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, hopefully we don't have any um. Uh, Vince show up kind of deals like last year, so yeah, yeah, that was awful. Yeah, um, watching a 70 plus year old man trying to make himself relevant in front of 100,000 people. Uh, come on, um, I just hope he doesn't, I just hope he doesn't show up with that mustache. Could you imagine? I love the idea of him with a mustache, yeah, but let me do this. But hang on, hang on, hang on, Callum, are you okay? I'm doing good. I've just had a horrible flashback of Vince kicking that American football into Pat McAfee's nads. And no wonder why Pat McAfee probably doesn't want to be at WrestleMania this year in case Vince shows up with his with his tash. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Alan, are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling going on, uh, especially in Canada for this year. Um, I'm, not, I'm not just talking about AEW's uh, big push during the summer. There's a uh, Impact Rebellion is coming to Toronto next month, and uh, plus the smattering of indie shows I usually go to. Uh, it's been uh, pretty busy. Yeah, man. So uh, it's nice to be in a, in a place where a lot of wrestling's going on. Like there isn't, there's always a lot of wrestling in the UK. To be fair, it's just not big and as as it should be. I don't think. Um, I am all, also fine, all good. Um, I will say a belated happy birthday to Adam. 
So we've decided, rather because obviously there's a lot of matches and a lot of people, um, everyone gets a payday. It, it looks like um, we're going to start at the top rather than the bottom. So uh, we will go straight in to our thoughts and predictions and whatever else about the WWE Universe Undisputed Universal Championship match, uh, Roman Reigns versus. Cody Rhodes. Does it, before we get all, all the way into this, like a tiny spoiler alert, like I'm of the general idea, I think that our side, round table side, all agree that Cody's going to win. So yeah. are you the same? Is that your thought process? Like it's, it's a done deal or are you like, I, I mean, I would, Hope that it would be unanimous. <laughs> okay. I am I am currently 80-20 sure that Cody is winning. Um I the only thing I wonder about is postmania on if he becomes a champion, how are they gonna deal with this title situation? Like is he gonna just give up one of them and then just defend the, the just that one the one title, or is there like cause, Something else happening at Mania, so it looks like Mike is raising his hand. So um, yeah, instead of interrupting you over five people, how uh, formal? Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's um speculation that Triple H is working on that, and leading into SummerSlam, they're gonna work on something to separate the belts. Ah, uh, surely though they could they could essentially separate the belts, and he could lose one. And... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they want to do the whole. Uh, I mean, because people have like thrown out the uh, the WrestleMania 2000 thing where you you know have two falls for each belt or yes. something with multiple people, but then you got to add somebody else to the match, and I don't think they're doing that. So do you think it'd work I... if, if if they did it and it was just a draft, and it's like you've been drafted to this show, you are this champion, you're not that champion. Like, I don't know if that would even work because then would, wouldn't that be the argument that will no one beat Cody for the title? So he's still. Yeah, I, I mean, I I hope that they work it out in a way that doesn't come off as stupid, which they're very good at doing. It's a nice so... edge. <laughs> you mean you mean like using the money in the bank? Uh, briefcase to cash in on a mid card title. That's pretty stupid. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, that 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 didn't. Help. I don't know. I, I I like I sent you guys like this uh, thread yesterday of somebody who uh, argued that Roman Reigns should retain the Universal Title at WrestleMania as the reason why they want to give him the chance possibly to hit the one thousand day reign. I mean, like I think that's like a peaking at the Bruno San Martino record there, but. Uh, and then lead into WrestleMania 40, and it's finally he's gonna come down. The only people that are gonna dethrone him are his own family members. But I think Mike argued several months ago, you don't really need championships to be factored in for a feud that Roman Reigns will have with in his own bloodline. Like that is almost a secondary, a prop, if you will. If you look talk about 
you know, he's going to, he's, it would probably work better if he loses the titles and goes on a his, hysterical rampage, like, uh, saying that I'm the tribal chief, nobody will, um, ever taught me, and then, you know, he'll get mad at Jay again, because Jay was the first one to ever challenge him during this whole massive run, and well, then that's when you finally bring The Rock in, because I, yeah, you know, I mean, and there's been, been there's been, like, the recently how, like, with the whole Sammy thing, like, he's like, well, this can't possibly be my fault this is this is jay's fault and if he doesn't come back then that's jimmy's fault roman is not taking responsibility for anything so he could easily show up on raw or smackdown after mania and say like if the usos like don't show up during the main event he can say like oh well i lost because they didn't help me and in turn start to isolate everybody because he's blaming them when it's clearly his fault and yeah. that driving him down uh you know uh a road where he has nobody yeah. where he's used to having four people help him the, the the only thing that i think is a is a factor with reigns keeping the title I am sure I read somewhere, and I might be wrong with this, but I'm sure I read somewhere that the Saudi show falls around the thousandth day of his reign. Either on oh. or around it. And I know aren't they, that's a big thing. Aren't they doing King and Queen of the Ring for that show? Um, so I don't I don't know if that'll be a thing that maybe the like it should have been mania, but we're gonna keep it because the Saudi show is bigger. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it's an interesting thing to see that if that is the case. But it is, it is I because I asked you to this um not so long ago, and I'll ask you to it. See, um, do you think Reigns's title reign is because I'm using Reigns too many times? Do you think his title reign is becoming a bit of a reign of terror? Like, obviously. Not in the same way it's used back in the day about like Triple H and stuff like that, and like, Betty and people have a lot of that stuff. But I mean, is it becoming the thing where it's like, say, so just take the belt off him, like we get it, like it's done, something needs to change, it's getting a bit like a bit repetitive, or are you still like, no, this is I, I, I don't know what, what classifies a reign of terror, honestly. I mean. Roman's barely on TV, so yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could you could argue that that's part of the issue, yeah. but uh, and he's only had like three matches this year alone, mm. um, so it's hurting. I mean, it is hurting Raw to not have a, a world title on that show because he's never on mm. Raw, and mm. Raw is three hours long, and they have to like throw stuff at the wall to fill time and it's i mean that that is i would consider that a big issue um because there isn't a lot of times where we talk about like in general talk about like wow remember that thing that happened on raw yeah nobody does that anymore yeah so i think it's, yeah it shows that they, they start to elevate the u.s title which is is fair, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels 
maybe not the like the Reina Terra situation, but remember when Brock had the universal title for like a year mm-hmm. and he, he 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 was he was out like six times or something. Like that yeah. that was it. And it's just like, oh, seriously, man, like just take the title off him. Like he doesn't need the title. And it I think it feels like it's getting to that point where it's like they're trying to like build the company without having a world title because he's not there. He should be there every week. And he even he's the argument that he's already signed his quote unquote part time deal. So he could just be going home after WrestleMania and we won't see him for SummerSlam. I would expect probably he would stick around until SummerSlam and then take a break. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I mean if we remember back to like like two thousand two when we only had one belt <clears throat> and we had two shows, they would alternate. Like he's the champions on both shows, but right now he's feuding with somebody on Raw. Or right now he's feuding with somebody on SmackDown. And I think you can easily do that with Cody. The only thing that they would have to do until if their plan is to separate the belts by SummerSlam, then what you have to do is have shorter feuds. And you could easily set somebody up on Raw after Mania and have that match at Backlash. You could easily set up somebody on SmackDown and have that match at the following pay-per-view. And, you know, there's enough people where you can actually do that because, you know, you got guys like Bronson Reed who's on a tear right now and is really good and could be a good one-time opponent for Cody. You got guys on both shows, like Damian Priest, Finn Balor. That's a match people want to see, Cody and Finn. So the only thing is that you wouldn't need to for along these feuds past one pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of them where Cody's one of them people who he's quite happily say, split the belts and I'll feud with two people at a time and I'll be Mm -hmm. on every show. He's that type of person, I think, where he's just like, you know, if I'm the top, then I'm the top. So I'll I'll be there every day. I'll do what needs to be done. Yeah, we try to remember like uh, Becky Lynch did that in 2019. I think it was 2019 when yeah. she ended WrestleMania with both titles and then spent a few months up to Money in the Bank defending both separately. So at Money in the Bank that year, she lost it to she lost the SmackDown title to Charlotte and then kept the Raw title for going into the the year after until she uh I believe she got pregnant. So there you go. Yeah. I think it's yeah, it's one of them where the the numerous ways it could go. You just hope it doesn't. The the option they pick isn't an option where it's like really like that was lazy. That was this. That didn't really work. It didn't make anyone look good. Do you know what I mean? Um, you, Callum and Adam have been surprisingly quiet. Um, what are your thoughts? This is like a thing now that Adam. Do, do you want me to go first, Adam, or do you want to go? You go first, Callum. I think when you think of reigns of terror, I don't consider Roman's reigns reign of terror as a reign of terror. That was that took me so long to, to work <laughs> out because even if he's not been on TV, he still felt like a focal focal point because of the whole bloodline story. When yeah. Brock was champion, you could go without three or three or four weeks without him even being mentioned. So to the new fans of the show, you think, oh, who's the world champion then? Oh, why haven't we seen him for three or four months? 
Whereas with Roman, because of everything that Jimmy, Jay, Sammy, Solo, Kevin have been able to do, he has still been a main part of every show without him even being on the show. I do think Cody should win, though, at Mania. I, the thousand-day thing for, for Roman is all fine and all that, but Cody right now is white hot, and I don't think there's been a baby face in WWE since Roman became champion that has been as popular and as over as Cody is. And my big fear is if they say, you know what, let's just get to the thousand-day reign with Roman and he can drop it at Saudi, is is that momentum going to still be with Cody that it is at WrestleMania? And I'm not sure if it will be. And you've got to take that opportunity because it comes very rarely that you've got this baby face who is as popular as Cody is. And you just got to take it straight away and give him the title. Mm. I I haven't said this, but I was thinking about it the other day. And it feels, obviously, it's like a completely different sort of momentum and as you say, being like white hot and that, but Cody feels a lot like Daniel Bryan did at WrestleMania 30, where it was like, if you don't do it now, it will never be the same. It'll never feel the same. It's got it's now or never kind of thing. Like you can build the back up and that's fine, but it'll never be like this, where it's like fresh and it's new and it's it's something that every fan seems to want. So it's it's one of them where if you drag it out a little bit, it's like you mess with us too much and whatever that sounds. We'll move on. I think that to Callum's point, that's I think what could happen if because either way you've got to look at it, is he's going into that WrestleMania match. Cody Rhodes going into that WrestleMania match. And how how hot he is right now and how like over he is and all that stuff, he's essentially gonna lose that match. So if he loses to go back again and to do it's just like really like what the why have you why didn't you just do this at Mania? Like I know WWE want these Saudi shows to feel like a mania, but they're not. And long term fans will never look at another show like a mania. It's just not it's not a thing. Like it's not gonna happen. So I don't know. It's one it's one of them where you just hopefully do the right thing, I guess. Um but it will be interesting. So, like, right down to it, predictions, is everyone saying Cody? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Everyone's saying Cody. Oh, God. Um, we'll talk about the, um, the SmackDown Women's title, because um, I think that's probably the bigger of the two. The the speculated main event for night one. I was just about to say, do you think this is going to be the main event or the no? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It should be the tag title. It should be the tag match. Yeah, Yeah. and I think maybe uh, last night SmackDown may have shifted it into that direction. The loudest pop you can ever get for a hug. But Mm -hmm. at the same time. Man, Adam, your your hatred towards Hook or not your your dissing towards Hook? I don't know, man. He's got a no a matches. hug, a, <laughs> hug. a hug, oh a hug. hug. Oh, sorry. Where was the hug? Accent, Alan. I, 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 I do apologize. I thought I, I, heard, I, said, I, I, said, I heard you say. Oh. I was like, what does Hook have to do with it? I was like, oh, yeah, I went. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went back and listened. 
Yeah, I went back and listened to that clip again, and the crowd was already into it. They were shouting the "Hug it out, hug it out," and I was like thinking oh, back to myself. <laughs> it was like team. Oh, you know. This is like when Team Hell No was around. It was like hug out, just hug out, man. <laughs> yeah, that part. Uh, was great. That part was great. But with Rhea winning the the Royal Rumble, doesn't she deserve to be main event? No. Wow. Okay, let's move on. Cheers. Well, Bianca won the Royal <laughs> Rumble last year. <laughs> And she didn't main event. Yeah. Stone Cold and Kevin main evented. And I'm not saying that Stone Cold Steve Austin isn't bigger than Bianca Belair, but they already broke that that rule and that logic last year. So why yeah. can't they do it this well, year? I mean, they've been breaking that for years. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Edge won the Royal I mean, uh, Del Rio won the Royal Rumble and he was first. Mm. So, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, like they, they don't always put the Royal Rumble winner in the main event. Like, Obviously, with having two nights, you would think like, "Oh, it just makes sense." Rhea has yeah. been on. Rhea is the best she's ever been. She's yeah. she's killing it in every aspect of her character, her in ring work, everything. She's she's beating up men. She's she's doing everything. She's the best. And I wasn't keen on her facing Charlotte again. I thought the bigger rematch was Oscar versus Charlotte, um, because Oscar never got redemption for that match, um, and people just wanted to see Bianca versus Rhea, and like really bad, and that felt like a main event. Bianca versus Rhea feels like a main event because those are your two biggest names of the next generation of women, and since the Horsemen are at the top, they are the Horsewomen are the are at the top of wherever they are and now we're we're moving on to this generation of women and Rhea just is she needs to win she needs to win mm. um you know what's interesting about Rhea though like uh, and and I think this is vet this is like super rare especially with a female like wrestler or whatever else um, she doesn't need to be the champ to justify being on TV all the time, and that's a weird thing that you never really get out of the, out of the women's scene or the women's division or whatever you want to call it. Like she's been the top of that division without a belt for the best part of a year. Like yeah. she is the standout of that of that division of. I, I still I've said from the start she's the standout of Judgment Day. To be Easily. fair, Easily. Like, don't get me wrong, Dom's doing doing good stuff, but he's doing so well because of her. Like she's she's one hundred percent giving them the rub, and he's like that's another wrong. I didn't mean like that. He's uh-huh. and he's like running with it, but it's Rhea. It's all I think it's all Rhea doing what she does and being given the ball to be like, you do you and you do what works within the confines of what we're doing. And she's like, she's took over. Like, and as much as I, like, I do think she's going to win the title, but at the same time, it's like, even if she didn't, I don't think it'll change her standing within the women's division. And that's what I mean. It's like, you, you've got two champions and you've got two titles. But you've got, then you've got this other person who's surpassing both of those things because she's the the go to. So 
it's yeah, it's a, I think it's a really interesting dynamic at the minute, like where we haven't yeah. really seen before. I would say that building this off of Rhea saying that she has lived with losing to Charlotte for all these years yeah. is evident enough of like she needs to win this match. I feel like the only reason she would pick Charlotte is because she she asked Charlotte to challenge her and then she lost. So this being her redemption for that is is all I need for her to to be the winner. She needs to win, I think. Now it, yeah, it is a more uh, recent yeah. um long-term storytelling arc, I guess, that is more fresh in our minds, I think, because it only happened three years ago. Um, I mean, more long-term, yes, Asuka, Asuka uh, losing her undefeated streak to Charlotte way back several WrestleManias ago. That's also something else, but I don't think people remember that as freshly as the Rhea stuff. And yeah, Rhea's been much more been more pushed forward as that next generation mm-hmm. talent in this company than someone like Asuka. Not that I'm like thinking Asuka is not due for a refresh as well based on her current character mm-hmm. work. Uh, she does. But I think uh, for for the Rhea Charlotte thing, it, 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 it does work. And I think watching this brawl they had on Friday Night SmackDown, uh, they finally managed to make them do something other than just kind of like talk smack towards each other. Each other. So it's working so far. I've, I've, interestingly, before we kind of move on from this one, with Charlotte being a face, so that change, um, this is probably more direct to the um, do you do you care more or are you more no. invested or anything? Whether you just like, all. I don't care what she does, what she says, what she looks like. Like, I just, push, I just like, don't like if you were to look at this reign on paper of hers, this is the transitional reign. She came back, she beat Ronda. Was it Ronda? Yeah. And then what has she done since? She's faced Sonya Deville a little bit. She's popped up every now and again. This is the pure, we know where we're going to take this title next. We just need someone to have it for the little bit of time that we've got between now and Mania. And it's. I feel like it's just inevitable that it's going to be Rhea that wins. Um, And then I'm assuming that that means that are they going to end up being on both shows and they're going to end up moving them over to SmackDown? Like, I suppose going back to the old Cody Rhodes Reigns conversation, I'm a fan of a split roster. I'm a fan of Raw guys on Raw, SmackDown guys on SmackDown, individual titles, all that kind of stuff. I feel like this sort of period of muddy in the water a little bit isn't doing anyone any favours. And I think hopefully Rhea's going to win. Take everyone over to SmackDown. Wasn't the thing, I read somewhere that there was a thing that it's, the judgment they were heavily like planned to go to SmackDown to to do their thing over there. All of them, though. Well, I guess if they want to remain a group and Rhea goes to SmackDown because she's the SmackDown yeah. champion, they they all got to go. Mm-hmm. And it, it obviously they need to actually adhere to a brand split and actually yeah. like take it seriously. Uh, so hopefully they have another draft down the line after mania and actually make it matter like yeah when they when they were first doing when they first did it in like 2002 and they would say like oh uh, if you're from smackdown and you show up on raw you're not supposed to be here yeah. and then they would get taken out of the building 
They need to do that again. They need yeah, to do the, that the, again. The build, the build towards Survivor Series 2005, where it was like, we've heard that Raw are here, or we've heard that, you know, like somebody else is here from a show that they shouldn't be on, and like Big Show and Kane turning up just to choke Slam Batista through an announce table. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. bring us that back. When was, uh, when was Natty Gavin Balls? When was that? 2018 or something? I don't know. 16, 17? Oh, yeah. What we don't want is the Kurt Angle, they're here, they're here thing. And then, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin yeah. Ryder's balls, weren't you? So yeah, shoot. Like, uh, Zack Ryder was, like, there, and he had his hands up. DJ, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm not doing nothing. Stop me. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Um. Well, so, where, where are we going with predictions on this one? Is it another given, or... Rear. Rear. I yeah. want to say Charlotte just to see Adam's face. Shoot but, um, face, exactly. Uh, I'm going to say with Rhea. R- yeah. Yeah, Rhea as well. I think Rhea, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, though, Rhea. Yeah. Let's stick with the women for a minute. And we've got Bianca Belair and Nasca. Which of. Are we saying that Charlotte and Rhea is the bigger match out of the two? Yeah, yes. but I agree with Mike in that if you just shuffle the people around, there are two matches there that I would have sooner have seen. Yeah. 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 Yep. And I, I think that they're going to do maybe the reverse at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That would make sense. Yeah. So with, because Bianca has had the title for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that being saying, for about six months, she's going to keep. If you so. You talked about a stale or reign of terror or whatever. Bianca's reign has kind of been stale at this point, in my opinion. Um, she's kind of just been running through everybody. And yeah, sure, she's been having good matches with like Becky. Her match with Becky last year was the best women's match on the show. Um, yeah. Her, you know, her match with Alexa was fine. Um, but like it's kind of just been like going from feud to feud, and lol, Bianca wins. Well, and... she also had like very two very good matches with Bailey. Yeah, let's, let's not uh, forget about those two matches. But that's probably where her reign should have ended, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you built this whole story around uh Bailey coming back and having this backup, and she lost every time. And that just sure that made Bianca look strong, but it made her it made Bailey look like an idiot for saying that she was going to beat her every time and she didn't, even with help. And I think that this Asuka is the best Asuka and yeah. it's time for something different. Well, wait, I'm just looking at the stats here. Bianca won the Raw Women's title April 2nd of last year. And if we're gonna if they're gonna put this match on night two of WrestleMania this year, she hit she would hit the 365 days reign of right, right, right on right on the mark. So uh mm-hmm. it would be pretty symbolic mm-hmm. or it would be great timing at this point to make a change. And I think uh 
what Asuka is doing. I'm actually more excited to watch Raw just because I want to see what Asuka does every week because uh, it's very different. Uh, I did not see her while she was in Japan, so I always saw pictures of her. And yeah, but but this, but they, I guess they you know, mel- they they modified it for WWE viewing audiences, but it's still definitely way different than her. Um, you know, dressed up in all the colors and like making jokes in Japanese and like you know all the dancing, which uh, go out of your was- way to watch Kana versus Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> okay. It is a recommendation right <laughs> no, there. That, is a, that, that yeah. is a thing that happened, and I, it okay. was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> recommendation for you. Um, yeah, but but I think also it's very limited because you know um she's not she she might do a good promo in Japanese, but it's not understandable for the wider audience. And like, what else can you do besides having her like drip out purple mist or? Yeah. You know, spit missing well, Chelsea Green's face every week. So, WrestleMania, they, she's got to do. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm 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 waiting for her to like miss Bianca, but it's like I I I don't know like if she could like do something even more scarier. I would compare this character more to like a recent like 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 an Undertaker who doesn't need to talk. Like mm. you know, like it, it the character gets over based on their actions. And she's, right. you know, she's showing off this character with like this other side of her and the, the paint and the the mannerisms and the mist and like showing up during promos and just like leaking the mist out of her mouth as like an intimidation factor kind of thing. And um, that's why I think that this Asuka is the best Asuka because they're not forcing her to put a mic yeah, put her on the mic and yeah. just scream in Japanese, whereas people aren't going to American people or UK people aren't going to know that what she's saying is something, whatever it is. She could be saying the worst possible curse word in Japanese, and we have no idea. But um, she doesn't need that. Her mannerisms, her character work her just the way she presents herself is enough yeah, um, yeah. um Callum have any any thoughts on I'll be honest um, before we get into this I like I'm quite biased that I want Bianca to always be the champ because my daughter is her mm-hmm. biggest so I've seen an upset when Nikki isn't a superhero anymore I don't need to see uh, even more upset when um, Bianca isn't the champ. And don't even get me started on Bobby Lashley because she goes into, I don't know what it is about the two of them, but yeah, anyway. So go on, Adam. I, um, I'm of the opinion that Bianca's going to win this, mainly because I don't, th- like, I think the only time I've ever felt in this reign of Bianca's, that she would have dropped the title and it would have made sense, would have been to Bailey, yeah. and would have been, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe round about clash time, maybe not Survivor Series, but then I think everything that Asuka's done, Asuka coming back, all that kind of stuff. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not seeing her as a threat, but I think that's because of the way that it's been booked. In that, I really hate 
when they do these sort of pre-WrestleMania storylines where it's like, oh, we're going to face at WrestleMania, but we're not enemies. It's just the way that things have fallen. And actually, we kind of get quite get on a little bit. And, you know, I'll be around for your match, but let's not get in each other's way. And then inevitably, a miss will happen. You know, they might have a, they might have a, a, a fine match at WrestleMania and do the whole shake hands afterwards and all that kind of... If that happens, I'll say this now, right? This is AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, right? This is... They have a match. It'd be a good match. Probably better than Styles and Nakamura was. And then they shake hands and then Asuka, because she's lost, mists Bianca in the face. And then that still carries that feud on until probably about money in the bank. And yeah. That probably makes a little more sense. if Because like... I think we are due for more of a Oscar heel turn at some point now because yeah. uh, of the changing character. Um, yeah, and to your point, Adam, yes, they're doing the whole proverbial. Yeah, we're we respect each other. They're even teaming up to get on Raw next uh, next week as of this taping to uh, face uh, Carmella and um, Chelsea Karen Green. So um, <laughs> yeah, so they're doing that thing again. I'm like, oh yeah, this this is the same old trope. So I'm like, okay, yeah. But um, I would. But yeah, I would not be disappointed if this feud carries over into backlash or whatever. Uh, if this is leading to like some heel run for uh, Oscar. So, I think this might be a little bit split here, maybe. Um, so as a prediction, Adam, what are you thinking? Bianca. Uh, Mike. Oscar. Callum? Bianca. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I, I'm a little conflicted because of what I just said, but um Here we go. I was I will still say I will still say I will still say Oscar. I will still say Oscar. I will still say Oscar. I'm like, give me a name. Well, let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> In 1892. <laughs> um, I am going to say purely because I don't want tears, Bianca. Um, I mean, that's not a reason, is it? Yeah. Triple H is in booking meetings going, well, we don't want the kids to cry. I'm just saying. Better have Bianca to return. Good job, Vince, isn't there? Welcome. <laughs> What's a tear? Yeah. Well, fuck those kids. Um, right, we're going to switch gears a little bit because I think we need to talk about this and we need to get it out of the way before we get into other things. Oh, you mean so... Snoop Dogg being in a WrestleMania poster? Yeah. What? Have you not, have you not that, caught that? Yeah, Snoop Dogg's that, on the poster. That is a, th- that is a thing that happened. I did not see, no, I didn't see this. Snoop Dogg's on the poster. <laughs> anyway, worse than that, or whatever way you want to look at it, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. We need to. Uh, now let's not dwell on this. Can we like, just skip this? <laughs> yeah, let's not You know what I've just done? I'm playing the new 2K game, right? And yeah. I wanted tag teams. I've put Omos and Reggie in a tag team together because I thought it'd be funny. Because almost <laughs> is massive and Reggie's tiny. The smallest for some guy reason, and the biggest guy. Yeah, in two weeks' time, I've got to watch him face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Like, what's that about? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't, right. I don't want to be like, 
oh, let's be down on it like this. And blah, blah, I mean, blah, you've blah. started us off by saying we, we, we need to be down on it, so we're going to move no, on. Yeah. We need to get it out the way, all right? It yeah, that's it. That's that's enough to be like nobody wants to talk about this. Exactly. Okay. I'll ask you a question, right? And, and I would like one of you at least to answer it. Let's say something nice about this match. Okay. One of you uh, so they're getting paid. I think what will happen here is Brock is strong. Yeah, what we've hear what we've heard is that Brock Lesnar after this WrestleMania is 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 I think probably likely done with the company for now. Not even just taking a break, like he's gonna be taking, like he's leaving. Um, and I can understand that completely because he's always been a Vince McMahon guy. He uh really came back because of the company's under Vince's direction. Now that it's not so much as his under his direction anymore. Like I'm, I'm sure he doesn't have any problems with Hunter, but it's just not the kind of like direction he was expecting him to be in. So I think after yeah. this match, he's gonna be gone. So how would they possibly uh, book him out? Making him win would not make that much sense to me in terms of leading into that direction. So I think, and it's this is gonna blow a lot of people's heads wide open. Yeah, I think Omos is going over. He's gonna win this match, probably with some help from uh, uh, random Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander interference. And they're looking with no, a right. reformation of the hurt business. With and they're gonna send Brock Lesnar away. They're probably gonna like. Um... Put, is Omos is probably going to put him through the ring or something like that. You know, they're going to make a hole in the ring. You just mentioned Brock this. Lesnar will be sent to the undead realm and he's going to be gone for a while. <laughs> you just mentioned this that he's like. I don't want any of that. It's but I I find that entertaining. It's very sports entertaining. So I'm gonna. I'm Were you saying then that it's like it's not Vince? It's not Vince coming by our body. He's not. It's it's, it's like well, no. It's because like Brock was always the Vince McMahon guy. Like well, when this Vince is what I'm saying. Yeah, last so... summer. yeah. Well, like when Vince left last summer, Brock was like rumored to have said, "If he's gone, I'm gone." And yeah. then they kind of like talked him off the ledge, and then he stayed stuck around for a bit, but. You know, this is really still Hunter's still booking all this stuff, even though Vince McMahon has lately been hanging around and like making suggestions. He's not well, apparently, he, su- he made suggestions with this match. Now, that's that why could he got be in the first place, wasn't it? Hanging around and making suggestions. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that could be in two ways. This is what I'm saying is that was he making suggestions to this match because he wanted to make suggestions or? was the suggestions he was making because Brock said, I will do whatever you want me to do at uh, WrestleMania. Except for Wyatt. Well, except for Wyatt, but Vince is booking. So, I, like, whatever he says, I will do. But, I think Hunter's gone to him and said, we want you to do Bray, and he's gone, no. It's WrestleMania, and I'm only taking direction from Vince. What that big I mean, that's guy. very possible. That's very possible. And, and that's how he ends up with Omos, because he's like, well, I trust what Vince is trying to do rather than what Triple H would have wanted to do. There's, 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 there's no way Omos can win this match. I just, I keep thinking about it. There is no way he can win this match. There is no way that he can beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, the well, same yeah, the show guy, that Lesnar ended even... Undertaker's streak well, on. Yeah, it can happen. Point, it can yeah, happen. Your po- yeah, to your point, Adam, Omos can't even punch someone properly. He just like sticks well, his fist in the air and doesn't even touch the other guy's face. And and also <laughs> on paper, like he got embarrassed against Braun. 
and yeah. Brock Brock has destroyed Braun yeah. numerous times. So it's a WrestleMania moment, just so that they can re- replay a lot. Lesnar giving that lanky so and so an F five because it'll look weird. Because the first time he the first time well, he F five big show why it does weird. Why does he doesn't need to win you? to do that. He doesn't need to win to do that. If you recall then, WrestleMania twenty nine picking him out. <laughs> this WrestleMania twenty nine, I was there. This reminds uh, me of Undertaker versus that guy Giant Gonzalez, this guy they had. Yeah. Eight foot tall and wore this skin tight bodysuit that had like muscles on it, like muscles drawn yes. on it, as though it was like a menace. This I, feels very I, similar. Can I finish my point? Sure. WrestleMania 29, Ryback versus Mark Henry. Ryback lost. Oh, he did, yeah, and he still shell-shocked and him. And still yeah. did the shell-shock. So, if <sighs> Brock is leaving, if Brock is leaving, that means he's losing. Because yeah. this is what they do. They they always do the guy. the guy's leaving. I mean, of course, at WrestleMania 20, both guys were leaving, so somebody had to win. But that's why Austin. Uh, <laughs> you do the job. That's the thing in it. You do the job. That's the point. Yeah, you're you, you're leaving. You do the job. Now, if Omas, I mean Omas, uh, clearly isn't going anywhere, which is unfortunate for everybody watching, but um, because he is not good. It, no, it, that that's uh, what it comes so, down to. Yeah. I see every time I see a match of them, right? I tweet the same thing. And I always tweet, I wish Omos was as good as the wizard we think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how it feels. I wish yeah. I see what they see because then I'd be like, I get it. And well, to your point where it's like this big F5 and this big thing, blah, blah, blah. I don't see that. I see. I think they're going to do Lesnar power slamming. So they can do it side by side with uh, Hogan and Andre. Yeah, because he's I like mean, a legit giant, isn't he? Also, Kane did also... that to the great Carly at WrestleMania 23, and that doesn't get rid <laughs> <laughs> You could also consider if they don't know what to do with Bobby, throw him in there. I, this is what I think. I think if, if the whole Bray thing is not going to happen, and Bobby is now left without a match, they're not going to keep him off the card. Make no. this a triple threat. Yeah, and then you can have him beat Omos yeah, again. Omos can pin Bobby. And then at the end of the match, Lesnar F5's Omos. There you go. Because <laughs> we all know we all know that they should not have done that match at Elimination Chamber and just had the blow off here. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. Bobby yeah, it's, um... just won. <laughs> I would I think I'd prefer Bray Wyatt versus Omos. Let's <laughs> just and, put them uh... two together. <laughs> <laughs> What I think what was just said, um, you almost like, killed yeah. Alan. <laughs> so, 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 someone just said, put Bobby in this match, make it a triple threat. You have Bobby pin Omos, and at the end, you have Brock Lesnar F5 Omos. Yeah, Bobby has said in a recent interview that, um, or was it Brock Lesnar? I can't remember. One of them said they would wanted to do a tag title run together. Uh, Bobby and Brock Lesnar because um, <laughs> for Bobby, yeah, um, let's just I kill the entire tag, tag division. Yeah, he hasn't been a tag team champions yet. So yeah, 
maybe they'll do that. And that's something Number Brock one hasn't contenders, done Brock and Bobby versus Marseille. And that, could be, that could be another <laughs> yeah. scenario. If, if like, you want to think of a way to keep Brock around, hey, mate, why not work with the guy that, like, took him to a limit? I, I want to know what Callum thinks of this. <laughs> am I still here? Oh, yes, I am. Um, These are all terrible ideas, apparently. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I am... Either function, these are Callum, come on. I'm incredibly stunned. Are you going to need someone else to do that? Um, (laughs) I am incredibly stunned that we're not getting Brock versus Bobby in a fight pit. And I think that would have made a lot of sense. Yeah, or a street fight. At Elimination Chamber. The finish of... of, um, I don't even remember the finish. Was it Brock or Bobby getting disqualified? It was only four weeks ago. The finish finish of that should have led to a final match at WrestleMania. So when when MVP made the challenge for Omos to face Brock, I honestly I thought I was either hallucinating, or it was a horrible joke. Mm-hmm. And you know everyone here saying, "Oh, this could be Brock's last match for a while." What benefit is it going to be for Omos beating Brock in what could be his final match? We've all said that Omos hasn't developed a tool in the two years that he's been with the company. Two years ago, he was making his debut in a tag match with AJ Styles against the New Day. I think that was the match mm-hmm. that they had at that year's WrestleMania. And he's not grown at all. I mean, he may have grown size-wise. I mean, I wouldn't want to get into confrontation with him. So I'm happy I'm on this side of the of the laptop. He will be able to see you. I need five steps. <laughs> and, you know, imagine if Omos were to beat Brock. What happens next? You know, we're not going to have Cody versus Omos. If Brock is leaving... Why hasn't he had his final match against Agunta? You know, back in January, I think that ma- match was rumoured, and I would have been more than happy for Gunter to have dropped the IC title to Sheamus or Drew before Mania, so we could get Gunter Brock in a singles match or even for the IC title. Because if this is it for Brock, imagine Gunter being the one to quote unquote retire him. That would do far more for that Gunter. would make him. That would, that, make would make him. Him, that would make him start. Like, I read something a few days ago, I'm sure that, that you have before did as well, that Triple H didn't feel that Gunter was ready to face Brock Lesnar. What makes Omos ready to face Brock Lesnar? Gunter is a 18 Because year Vince veteran. said so. That's it. Great. So, so we're listening to the Tash now? <laughs> Vince the, the Tash, tash man. The Tash. I just, I can't wait for this match because I think it is going to be quite funny to watch. Uh, but funny in the very unfortunate way. way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not ha ha funny, but sad. Like, like, we'll just, just, imagine if they break the ring by mistake. They're the opening match of night one, and they break the ring, and we don't get Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beating. Oh, the you know, you know that match is going on early, so Brock to go home. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You should do it on the Friday night before the Hall of Fame. Go home before the weekend. <laughs> So yeah, and they may as well do it on the Hall of Fame. I mean, they may as well, well squeeze in Rey Mysterio versus. There's only two the guys being inducted, so they've got time to fill. <laughs> yeah, you can have a great Muda do an appearance. Maybe he'll have an impromptu match. Yeah, have have him, Mr. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, have him face Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're looking for a spot for Austin in the uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was talking about here, well, like so. Again, I don't really know where we've ended up on this, but um, Brock or Omos, Adam? Brock. Okay. Mike? Brock. 
Callum. Omos. Nice. Uh, Alan. Omos. Ooh, I think Omos, to be fair. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're on your ass. Yeah. So will Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> after what? Oh. After what move? What is Omos's finishing Did move? Did you see the close one? Uh, like over the he, does, he does the the Kali, the the two. Oh, the Kali palm oh, strike. Oh, oh yeah. No, he, he does the two handed choke slam. Oh, no, he does the punch that doesn't touch your face, and because yeah. there's so much air behind the force, the air knocks you out. You see it coming, so <laughs> that video got a million. It is. He punches, misses, and the wind from the punch makes you yeah. sick, and that's how we beat you. I mean, um, so it's been mentioned, but what do we actually think Lashley's going to do? Is he going to have a match with somebody? Is somebody going to debut? Is somebody going to? I'll throw it I out mean... there. Like, I am really scared that Lashley's going to end up fighting Bron Breaker or somebody. Like, he's going to be... Why is that scared, though? I'd that would that. be better. That would be better. But, I mean, you could have... I mean, you could set up something with Bronson Reed. You could set yeah. up something with, uh, you know, anybody, really. A anybody returning that, Big E. If, yeah, if, if, he's, if he's good to go, that would be great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Because apparently the Bray thing is not happening now. Or we, I mean, yeah. nobody really knows. They're saying it's a health issue of some kind. The stuff, I mean, I was happy that Bray was back, but the stuff isn't hitting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not working, and they've been they keep telling us to wait for the payoff, wait for the payoff. It's been five months. The bigger question is who's going to have the cinnamon toast crunch match now, because <laughs> it's got to it's got to pop up somewhere. Well, who's well, going to LA, have it now? La Knight, they do say La Knight needs a spot at WrestleMania. Yeah, and, they're still, yeah. and their Stone Cold is still up in the air, so maybe they will yeah. have the cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> match. And you'll have Austin coming out there chugging cereal instead of beer M- because milk. it's PG yeah. thir- yeah. We're in the PG thirteen era, everyone. And yeah. for some reason, Kurt Angle will be there too. Yeah, yeah, for some reason. It'll be fun for the kids. It'll He'll just come out like he did for DX that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that was so odd. I was like, why is he just lurking around? Why is he out here? He's like, I to go <laughs> but if you if I had to pick somebody, I would do Bobby versus Bronson Reed. Okay. Um, um I'll just say Big E. Okay, Callum. This is nobody. No Bobby. You can't leave Bobby off the no card. Bobby. Nobody puts Bobby in the corner. Nobody Again. puts Bobby in the corner. Again, he's got to do something because I'm not dealing with tears when he doesn't show. I mean, right? you could also add him to a match that we're going to talk about for another belt. Okay. The, the the last minute thing would be to give him the same treatment as Seth last year, in That's that he faces saying. a mystery opponent and then yeah. yeah. Alan, because okay, think? just for I guess for a safe guess, I guess I'll say L.A. Knight. You know, if Bobby, okay. did, I mean, neither I mean that's fine. Guys have plans, yeah. yeah. Bobby versus that's, L.A. Knight. That's also fine. Yeah, I am going to say Brown Breaker. I don't want to. I don't think it's time, but I think it's going to be someone from NXT. Carmelo's winning the NXT title, so it's absolutely. Bron yeah. Breaker's coming up. Right, so if, you, if he drops it, because it's, it's the night before. Um, the, yeah, it's like yeah. the day off. It's the day of yeah, night it's, one. Yeah, it's, it's just not a lot of, 
it's gonna start at one o'clock uh yeah. in, in north america at least so well yeah that's the that's the thing with the two night mania now is they you know they have to throw nxt in in the afternoon or the morning for la <laughs> what, what time is it for us? Like, it is starts it? at like 10 a.m., doesn't it? Or something like that. Is it that early? 10 a.m.? Yeah. I think it's 10 a.m. for, for LA. It's yeah. Time. So, what is it yeah. for us? Uh, 6 uh, p.m. I was going to say, it can't be 6 a.m. Wow! No, <laughs> no, no. For for UK standard time, for North yeah, America. it's gonna it's gonna be like one p.m. for us and like ten a.m. for West Coast. It's one yeah. p.m. Eastern, ten a.m. Pacific. Yeah, there you go. There, there you okay. go. We'll move on. Um, Logan Paul versus Rollins. Before we actually get into this, what's everyone's thoughts on Logan Paul? No, I wanted I... the match that you pitched. Much when we did when we did wrestler. our WrestleMania predictions, Ty said he had Seth Rollins versus Pat McAfee, and I wish we were getting that match instead. This is why I raised He's a much better wrestler than I thought he originally was. I thought he was just going to be a chump. You know, I mean, <laughs> I thought he was just. I really thought he was just like this social media guy that I had never heard of before. What before he started showing up here, but he, he still oh, is that he guy. Actually, he actually you didn't does see the... have good matches. I mean, he's doing stuff that. I thought it would take you like years to like figure out, but you, you, know, you didn't see really... the viral video where he filmed a dead body. Well, I heard about that, and that sounds really odd. And I'm just like, <laughs> I just think he's a very odd person overall. Like, I'm just wondering, like, where he gets, like, why is he famous? Like, I mean, every self-made. I, I saw a couple of clips of Impulsive, and I'm like, I I'm more interested in the subject he's interviewing than himself. Like, I don't know. I mean, I've even watched I've watched Pat McAfee's stuff too, but and Pat McAfee's more entertaining. Um, I of don't course. really, yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not too sure about Logan Paul right now. I mean, so to be honest, my thoughts about Logan Paul has all been focused around his time in WWE. So, so I will say that I have kind of enjoyed Seth Rollins during all of this because he's kind of like taken like a Roddy Piper versus Mr. T approach to this, which yeah. I like. Which I like. I like. That's, yeah, man, that, that's a proper good analogy. Like I never ever thought of it like that. But yeah. Like he's like, oh, you. But the difference is, is that Logan Paul is not a famous actor. He's a famous YouTuber. That yeah, it's got, so, yeah. It, it's not the same. Modern but, day. Yeah, well, we're in, yeah, we're in different times. Thing we're is, that's time. that, yeah, that's celebrity these days. That, if I ask how, my students to name an actor, now. they can't name an actor. Yeah. They can name a YouTuber. You know. Yeah. But his his biggest claim to fame is losing to Floyd Mayweather, like, and. Nobody I think the point, was, I think the point was he fought Floyd Mayweather. That was it. That, I mean, that, oh yeah, well he a, doesn't mention he doesn't mention that he lost. He mentions that he went he went to a decision when when yeah. when, when Floyd could have knocked him out you in lost. round one. <laughs> yeah. Um, comes reality. Besides that, I I mean I have I have gone on many a Twitter tirade about Logan Paul yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I just I I don't want to see him anymore. I, I he's not entertaining to me. He's 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 nothing to me. Okay. He he is nothing to me. Oh. He's a good athlete who has good matches sometimes. Well, we we'll leave we we'll leave Mike out of this cuz <laughs> take yeah. a breath. You know what I mean? He <laughs> is nothing to me. <laughs> 
Right. Therefore, Mike just, has no just opinion. Just opinion. Therefore, Mike really has no opinion on this match. Where he, where, <laughs> nor does he care about the outcome at this point. Just wait for Logan and Jake to beat Sammy and Kevin for the tag titles. And, you know, Lip uh, yeah. yeah. Lip no, there was... There was spec. There was speculation when he was feud when he was feuding with Roman. There was speculation they were gonna do Pauls versus Usos. Yeah, yeah I said that. That was I said. I was like, I swear they're gonna do something with the Pauls. The Pauls versus somebody at WrestleMania. The Pauls. The Pauls. The Pauls. The Pauls. There's the Quebecers. The Pauls and the Quebecers. Um, what are what are your thoughts? Because you. You're our resident um, Seth Rollins loving. In, in, yeah, I don't know what the right word is, but yeah, he's your guy. You know in Cameron's I mean? WrestleMania Seth. card, he put Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes for a world title. So yeah, it, is, yeah. it <laughs> might still happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm the resident Seth Stan amongst all of us. Stan, yeah. That's the last time I used the word Stan because I'm not actually sure what it means. Um. I could tell you, but we'll be a while. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to this match. Unlike Mike, I think Logan Paul has a lot to give in this company. I think he is a phenomenal wrestler who has hit the mark and hit the spot every time he has been in the ring. I don't think there was a lot of expectation when he was debuting last WrestleMania in that match with the Miz against uh, the Mysterios, but he did everything right that one even had a good match with The Miz against SummerSlam. Because I think we were saying, oh, Logan versus The Miz at SummerSlam, that's okay, not great. And yet, it was another match which was really enjoyable. Mike wasn't saying that. <laughs> we, have, we have differing opinions on that match. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Logan versus Reigns at Crown Jewel was another one where I was saying, really, Logan versus Reigns? I wanted the ref to win that match. <laughs> delivered a good match, in my opinion. And then the Rumble spot with Ricochet. Back I mean, there's the thing about Logan Paul. He's pulling off moves that are apparently the best in the world. Uh, CM Punk can't do. So, what, what's, what's that say about him? You know what I mean? Gotta be good. Gotta be quite good. I Gotta think good. there needs to be a bit of variety and sort of novelty to WrestleManias. Last year, we got the Knoxville versus Zane match. And I'm not sure whether Rollins and Paul is aimed towards that market. But the amount of interest that just Logan Paul will get for just having a match at any pay-per-view will be enough to bring in new viewers to watch the whole of WrestleMania. And I think that is something that's a must as we enter like the next generation of whatever media we move into. Because, you know, you talked about Mr. T. That was all the way back in the 80s. And obviously times have changed massively to where it isn't uh, an actor that's a big deal being at a WrestleMania, it's a YouTube star. And, you know, who knows who else could come into the realm of celebrity wrestlers in the next five, ten years. But judging by the celebrity wrestlers that we've seen recently with Bad Bunny, Pat McAfee and Logan Paul, they're all a pretty good selection to have up up WWE's sleeve whenever they need them. Yeah, man. I agree. Um, I've been this before we throw a position out for this. Um, Who's a better wrestler? Um, Logan Paul or Bad Bunny? Anyone? Um, what was the question? <laughs> Sorry. Who are you guys? <laughs> <Where>? <laughs> what are we talking about? I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. 
Um, who's a better wrestler? Oh. Uh, Paul or Bad Bunny? It's hard. I to would pick. go Bad Bunny. Oh, they're the last two. I would say. I think McAfee is a bit, a bit different in the in the sense that he's like a proper athlete. Like he knows, yeah, like conditioning and like how to, like he knows how to get ready. It's just learning what he needs to learn. Isn't like, it weird? Isn't it weird that you could do Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul in a WWE video game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I think that I think they're both sort of at the minute still on equal pegging because the moves that they do look rehearsed because yeah. they have been rehearsed because they've been going over yeah. the same spots over yeah. and over constantly. Yeah. I think I mean in order for us to say which one's the best wrestler, I need them to to go into a ring and call a match on the fly and they ain't gonna do that anytime soon. Yeah, I need a I need a solid that. I need a solid run where they have five matches on Raw, uh yeah. build to a pay per view. Yeah. You know, and that's not gonna happen. Now, I'm not denying that Logan Paul isn't a good athlete. I just don't care to see him because he's taking a spot from a wrestler that deserves it. That's my biggest issue. So so he's facing Seth Rollins. Who would you want Rollins to face? Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Ooh. That's a perfect answer. Ooh. I wasn't even looking at you. Ooh. I know, but I was ready. Well, I was like... <laughs> Like, well, Johnny Gargano is on Stand in the Liver uh, before night one. He's got a match with Grace yes. and Waller, which is actually way better storytelling than I thought they that I well, that I thought not that they not, not if you with. watched this past Tuesday. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, apparently Candice um, LeRae forgot they? that she's a wrestler and forgot that she could defend herself <laughs> instead yes. of just. I mean, don't I've seen Candice LeRae bleed watching her like... husband. <laughs> Getting her ass beat by some I've punk. Seen Candace... down. I've seen Candace LeRae get kicked in the face with thumbtack shoes. She could kick the shit out of Grayson Waller. <laughs> that oh, baby. Soft, no, it's no, soft that actual baby could beat up Grayson Waller. And I just, yeah, that whole. I don't watch NXT. So I was long. like, where was Dexter? Where was the local police? I was like, what is up going on? Wait, you think you think Dexter <laughs> lives with them? Yes, exactly. I thought it was going to be well, that is their Dexter whole thing. They adopted him. That's what where's, they do. They're, where's they the police? Like, where's the local stalker? Where is he? Where is the, where is <laughs> the, the, where's the Orlando police? Like, what are they? Yo, is he still right? in the bushes while this is happening? The cops are running all, all over America, and yet in the one place we expect them to show up. <laughs> they never go to the parking lot either, do they, in NXT? <laughs> yeah. Right. Either way. I, Seth, yeah. Seth is going to win. Okay, so Mike says Seth. Adam? Uh, yeah, let's go Seth. Okay, Callum? Logan's winning, so they can continue the feud into Backlash and the Saudi show. Oh, God. Do you think? Yeah, a brass knuckle punch from Logan I don't, Paul. I don't like that Callum thinks like a WWE booker. <laughs> what can Seth do though after Mania? That's the honest. I'm just kidding. Thing. I don't care. Me and, uh, me and Adam are off with the fairies, thinking about all sorts, and he's like, "This is what we'll do." As much I, as much I'm as a... I like Seth, what can he do after Mania? Because he's not going to be feuding with Cody. Cody's going to be doing something else. Finn, possibly. What level is Ron's at post Mania? Well, he's the, get... he's the first feud for Jay White. Yeah, or he could just get drafted to SmackDown and face um, whoever's the Intercontinental Champion. What was that? Yeah. For? You almost 
you almost made Ty throw up. Yeah. Really? Yeah, right. Wow, you haven't heard? <laughs> I don't think it's happening, you know. Why? Maybe just, not right away. I just don't. Until right. I see it with my own eyes, I'd, I'd love it. Raw after man, yeah. He's talking, about, he's talking to both companies, so he can yeah, go I'm anywhere. A, yeah, I'm a mega J White fan, but I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of New Japan elite guys, Bullet Club guys, like in AEW. I don't know if he's going to go to WWE. Well, you know, because you maybe then maybe I'm going to change my own mind here. Logan Paul wins, Seth yeah. Rollins comes out on the Raw after Mania, and he does his his version of the Seth Rollins has lost his smile promo, in that he's not won. Many big matches recently. He's sort of feeling like he's on a downward spiral, and then here comes Jay White to revitalize him. Here, here comes Cody. Come on, mate. It could. Know. It could also be the. Come on, the, mate. I've um... got two of these. I'll give you one. Yeah. They're a bit heavy. I don't need both. It could also be this the the Cena after twenty eight promo where he like wants uh, Logan to come out. And like shake his hand, and then here comes Jay White. I was gonna say, here comes Omos to lay him out. Oh, oh god, <laughs> why would you even put that out in the ether? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the WWE yeah. booker, apparently. Really? <laughs> I was so, just kidding. Um, to the IC title, um, so we've got Gunther, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. Is there anybody else annoyed that these have to, have to split these up to have this match? Is it just me? Is that like... I'm not annoyed that they've had to split them up. I'm annoyed yeah. at, as to the sort of really long-winded way of how we yeah. had to get to a triple threat match. Like, come on. I, I couldn't stand when Sheamus was like, oh, you know I want the IC title. What are you doing? Like, yeah. you guys could still be friends and challenge for the same belt. Yeah. You, I it mean, felt a bit well, I think I think the mindset with Sheamus is that he thinks Drew could possibly have beaten him. That's why he um was so upset because he knows that of all the guys in the who would want to challenge Gunther, uh the only other person that could probably predictably be a much more serious threat is Drew, his brother, you know, so so to speak. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it from that mindset, um I get what Mike's saying. But I think it's just these just they just want to type, hype up this competitive nature between these two guys because they like they've had them like be friends they've had them like 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 they've had Sheamus turn on him and then they start feuding again and then they kind of like distance themselves after a while and then came back to like feud with the bloodline and then they're back together again and then you had this sort of fun camaraderie where they're slapping each other in the chest and like we gotta do this right way and then, no we gotta do this right now <laughs> that was like fun yeah. and it was like a little fun uh, sidebar as a tag team but then it's like um yeah but you could yeah. also have promos like that where they're both going into this match and being like no i'm gonna win no i'm gonna win mm-hmm. and they I don't, don't know. I think I think they just wanted to hype up the to emotional. They just wanted to hype up the emotional um um a, a background behind all this. Like they they want to play off the whole twenty years of uh, friendship uh, relationship that they've had with each other on a personal level. The only thing I I just the only thing in the last two weeks that I just found confusing was they had them do the double pin simultaneously, so they both won the match. They should have just at that point. Adam Pierce has just said, "Okay, you both won the match. You both get the title shot. Yeah, we're gonna have it at WrestleMania." I didn't know why they need to face each other again and then have Gunther kind of just stand out there and said, "I want to have a 
I want to have a single opponent. I want to have just one-on-one match at WrestleMania. And then he goes in, causes a disqualification, and screws up that whole thing. Because they had like to fill screwed... out a SmackDown that Roman wasn't on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to get mean, that. Rewind a couple of weeks ago, I wouldn't have minded Drew, Sheamus, Karrion Cross, Xavier Woods, or Kofi Kingston. Who was the, who was the other one? Um, I can't remember. There was a fatal five way. Santos, it, I, I, I think it was Santos. Was Santos, Santos, yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah. Uh, was Gun- Santos. I don't think or it was because like... Santos was doing the race stuff. Either way, I wouldn't yeah. mind it on ladder match, but you know, I always think they should have a mid card ladder match at WrestleMania. Yeah, like the whole thing. Oh, LA night. I was gonna say LA but... night. There you go. It was um, yeah. The whole thing feels a bit like last year, or the year before, whenever it was. When um yeah, last year I think. When um Kevin Owens was like, I'm gonna have a KO show and I'm gonna invite Austin and Seth and have an opponent and he was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my own show and I'm gonna invite Austin. But that's how it felt. It was like yeah, yeah. You know, the icy title, why are you doing this? Why are you what? Why like it was just like a weird way of as you say, it was a super roundabout way. To get uh, something that didn't need to be that overcomplicated, mm-hmm. and Seamus and Seamus hasn't mentioned the IC title since September, <laughs> so for Seamus to be like, "Oh, you know, I want to challenge him," like, no, we don't. You didn't tell us that. Yeah. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> you you failed twice. <laughs> so what? Um, with regards to the match. Do you think it's Sheamus's? Is it's his time? Yeah. It's, it's Sheamus's match to win, but I think Drew's going to win Ooh, by yeah. pinning Sheamus. Right. Okay. Because there's the thing, I can't remember the time that that any storyline has made such an emphasis on the fact of somebody becoming a Grand Slam champ. Like this is it's never been mm-hmm. a thing. I don't think. Yeah. And, I, and that's that's kind of like where people want it to go. They want Sheamus to get this uh this accolade because it it's just like people got emotionally invested for yeah. Clash Clash the Castle, but that was the time to do it, and they didn't. So to wait this long and to be like, okay, now it's time to do it, I would think that the only way you would do it now is if it was a singles match, but. The fact that Drew is in there is the wild card of the whole thing. And after the Royal Rumble, where Cody and Gunther had that huge match at the end of the Rumble, instead of having him lose the Intercontinental title by being pinned by Sheamus, you have him lose the Intercontinental title by Drew pinning Sheamus. So Gunther can move on to facing Cody at SummerSlam. Yeah, I I would think that originally, like my only the only downside of that is I thought they would want to make Gunther the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion for a, for a single reign, so to finally find someone to uh have one longer than the Honky Tonk. So, so they don't so have to keep to... mentioning the Honky Tonk man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We can have the Gunther meter. In at the same time, I also take a Gunther meter to me. At the same time, I also think that Drew deserves to have a WrestleMania reaction pop for winning a championship because he kind of missed out on that three years ago in an empty arena. So this might be the sort of uh, 
um, payoff for that. But um, yeah, it's a tough one to call. I mean, I think Sheamus deserves a win too because he's it's the only title that's eluded him. But it's a real toss up at this point. For- I th- I think well, it's- we lost him. Yeah, he just went then. He's gone really fast yeah. as well. Anyway, Come on, what do you think? Oh, he's, 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 <laughs> he's, he's too thirsty. He's dehydrated. <laughs> he's no, I've been dealing with a cough the last couple of days, so I, I was about to start uh, coughing again. Um, I I think Gunther's going to win. Callum, what do you think? See, I think Drew is going to win. I think Sheamus is going to have Gunther beat and he's going to bro kick him. And then all of a sudden, Drew is going to reemerge. Claymore kick Sheamus and pin Sheamus. Yep. And it'd be with Sheamus, like his own brother, as he calls him, cost him that opportunity to be the Grand Slam champion. And you could then have Sheamus versus Drew at the O2 Arena, money in the bank for the IC Championship. An Irishman and a Scotsman in a London... In a I London want, you're arena. not allowed to keep coming up with good ideas for money in the bank when we may or may not but, be going. You're not allowed. But, and but they're both they're both from the UK. Yeah, Don't but, you know that. Oh yeah, like Drew being like the hero. We can't. Twenty minutes apart, apparently, something like that. <laughs> that small mining yeah. town. <laughs> um, so give me a prediction, Adam. Gunther. Callum. Drew. Alan. I'm going to say Gunter. Okay. Mike. Drew. I want to say Seamus. I really want to say Seamus. That's where me and Colin. Alan, we're all in a conversation on Zoom and you're still cheering tweets. <laughs> in the chat. Well, what I only shared that? that because it might, <laughs> it, it sort of explains my reasoning for picking Gunter. Oh, I opened Twitter and I yeah. thought, oh, I've got a message. That's weird. I'm talking to all the people that I usually get The only get reason I off. shared that because I think <laughs> yeah. the only reason I shared that because it's related to this conversation because I, okay. you know, Gunter has a good shot of retaining because I think they may want to move to Money in the Bank in July. Was it June, July? In in your record of words, because it looks like because it looks like they're gonna rehash a certain uh, guy that's been called um, Butch back into his uh, original name, and maybe we're finally getting the uh, OG Pete Dunn where we've all uh, grown up to love. To uh, maybe mm-hmm. he's the one to defend Gunter. I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm not. That's it. Anyway. Um... Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens versus two souls. This is a pretty big one, I think. We've kind of like I've I've pushed it down a little bit because we're gonna have to we'll probably end up doing this one and then like the best of the rest. Maybe if we've got time we'll uh, we'll talk edge and baller. Never what? mind seen a theory. Never mind We're going over big time. Yeah. Ah, anyway, see what you did there. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Owens, uh, Sammy and uh, Kevin Owens uh, versus the Usos. What What are your thoughts? Is this like? I will say by the way, um, I don't know if any of you have noticed, but on WWE have put up the whole story of the Bloodline on YouTube on like WWE playlists or something. It's like two and a half hours long or two hours long. And it's like literally from the beginning to like last week. It's it's just all bloodline. That's it. It's just all the uh, stuff, how the story works, how it's gone, how it's 
the ups and downs. The only like, long-term story in WWE in like 15 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's been another long-term story that has been this long. Like, that has been this predominantly long, anyway. Evolution. I suppose, but... Not as long, but it was long enough. Yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you evolution, yeah. Yeah. It's one of them things where it's rare that a a faction doesn't just fizzle out. It it like implodes or whatever it may be. So yep. yeah. Um yeah, go on. What are you what are you saying? What are you thinking? Is this what we mentioned earlier on, is this the main event of night one? I think it should be. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I think I think just because uh, to me anyway, it seems pretty obvious that Sammy and Kevin are going to win, and I think that for that to be such a big moment, especially to end the first night on, like I think if you look between the two or of the two ones that I'm hopeful for, Sammy and Kevin winning the tag titles, Rhea winning the SmackDown Women's title, like for fans, you usually close on a on a happy note, you know. So I think maybe that's more likely to do it because it's a big thing. And then the psychology complaints the night two of all oh, the bloodline of lost titles, like, is this gonna to happen to Reigns later on? Yeah. That's what I would have I would have went with. But it doesn't have to be the main event to do that. True. No, it I mean, could be but... the it could be the opener. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I mean the opener is usually just as important as being the main mm-hmm. event. So if it was the opener, you start off on a on a feel good moment. Because yeah. this is this is what everybody wants, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, this has kind of just been this has been building for a while, and like the argument of Sammy should have challenged Roman, I think, didn't need to be the. It, the story has been Jay and Sammy the whole time. Roman, of course, is the is the focal point of the group. But the story has been Jay and Sammy the whole entire time because Jay was the one that didn't want Sammy there. Jay was the one that didn't want anything to do with Sammy, whereas everybody else was like, but he's he's here. He's helping us. He's doing he's making a name for himself in our family. And Jay was the one that was always about family and didn't see Sammy as part of their family. This has been the story the whole time. Now, the way they eventually got here may not make a lot of sense because Jay was, you know, not sure what to do because Sammy was Sammy was his friend and everybody else was just like, but but he attacked Roman, so we don't care. And then when they finally do the turn where Jay shows up and basically turns his back on his twin brother and then gives Sammy a hug. Like you could have you could have did that at Elimination Chamber. Now you would have more time to build to this match being official now as opposed to it not being official yet. Um but either way this has been the story. This has been Sammy's story, not beating Roman. It was never about beating Roman. It was about this thing with Jay. And now it's even more about this thing with Jay. And 
his real best friend being by his side again after turning on him numerous times from last year to now finally being on his side again and then being tag team champions for the first time ever that's the story that yeah that, i think i think the the actual match at the end doesn't didn't need to be made a month prior like yeah. i think the story carries itself i think that's the thing um callum you're quiet it's phenomenal storytelling from start until what I would imagine will be the finish at WrestleMania. We had Sammy join the bloodline almost a year ago. And what a surreal 12 months he's actually had. I know I mentioned it earlier, but he was facing Johnny Knoxville at last year's WrestleMania. And that's not a disservice to, to Johnny Knoxville at all, but the style of match and the build that that was having in the run-up to last year's WrestleMania compared to the build... So whatever he's doing at this year's WrestleMania is a huge comparison between the two. And I think it firstly shows the incredible versatility that he has to be able to go from one WrestleMania and have everything happen with the jackass guys to 12 months later being in the hottest match bar Cody Roman on this pay-per-view. And we're talking about whether it should main event night one or not. It absolutely should. Again, bar Cody Roman, it is the best story. It is the story that has carried Raw and SmackDown for a good part of the last eight, nine months when Roman's been involved in it. And the only other place where it could fit on the card is before Cody Roman. Imagine the Usos losing, Sammy and Kevin celebrating, and then you get the shot of Roman walking through backstage to gorilla position, only to be passed by Jimmy and Jay looking dejected and disheveled. And it's one of those moments where Roman realises that this is it. This is where the bloodline crumbles. And the whole image of that before Cody beating Roman would be incredible. Likewise, the night before, if Sammy and Kevin were to main event night one, the last shot you could have is Roman watching the TV and just head in hands with that realisation that it's over. It is a once-in-a-lifetime story for me where it is the best story that I can remember. Everything from start to finish, it has been fantastic. The promos, the matches, it is a treat to actually see this happen. And I can't believe I'm saying that about a professional wrestling storyline, quite honestly. It is insane how good this has been. Yeah. Tell you what I like as well, is that the they are sort of bringing Cordy into the Kevin and the Sammy stuff so that it feels like there is a unity against the bloodline, that it's not just coincidental that Reigns is against somebody and that, you know, the Usos are against two other people, that surely, and this, please tell me this is just going to be obvious booking, we're going to get that six-man before Mania. Like, give me the match that I wanted to see at Elimination Chamber. Give me Reigns and the Usos versus the North American Nightmares. Like, come on, I want it. Give it to me. I I liked that they added that little wrinkle in that promo on SmackDown where Cody was like, uh, when I was at the end of my rope here and I needed to leave, you introduced me to the people that changed my life. Mm. Kevin Owens is the reason that AW is even a thought in a sense. 
because he wouldn't mm-hmm. know he wouldn't know the young bucks if it wasn't for him yeah. essentially that was a good little wrinkle to the story so yeah. that made cody like you know all everything that cody did after he left made him into the person he is now and him saying that kevin is partially responsible for that leading to that promo where he's like you need to realize that your your family is here this is your family sammy is your family hmm. and i i just thought that that was a really really good uh attention to detail it was like sammy saying we could be the ones to beat the ones yeah yeah it's just a perfect it, way it's kind of shows the difference in like creative booking because if this was happening last year, promos like that would never happen. He wouldn't be Cody wouldn't get to say, Oh yeah, when I yeah. went away. And that that the idea of adding that little thing that so many people would understand and so many people wouldn't understand is something that is like the the broader picture as proper as really added to this storyline and how it's worked and how it's, how it's being portrayed and I think that stuff is like the acknowledgement of anything else happening outside of the quote unquote of the universe is something that the tiny changes make the biggest impacts I think and stuff like that you're like wow like that's that's cool that's how like that's how it should work I think but yeah, let's get a. Um, I'll go around, go around the table. Um, I think we all kind of know, but who are we saying is winning this one? Sammy and Kevin. Sammy and Kevin. Sammy and Kevin. You mean? We've not even heard from our Canadian correspondent there in the corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, it's Sammy and Kevin. Like everybody said, what I've always. But pretty much, I mean, the you know, I mean, I think like you know, we got Sammy got his biggest re- WrestleMania kind of reaction in Montreal, and this is the payoff at this WrestleMania. It's got to be, it's got to be Sammy and Kevin. He got slammed like, by Wee Man last year. <laughs> yeah, which makes it all the more <laughs> sense that he should become the tag team champions with his best friend this year. See, this got nearly glazed over it. Um... Seen I'm pretty bit. sure Sammy was more excited about getting slammed by Wee Man than the whole lot <laughs> of else. Um, sure. Seen ever theory? See, I got told off and nearly forgetting about it. Um, thoughts? Thinks it's is, is it is theory out of his depth? Yeah. Uh it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I saw I watched that promo that Cena had with him, and it's yeah. almost like watching Galactus. Looking down at an ant because it's literally what it's what it was spun out to be. He's telling the kid, "You win or you lose, you're screwed because there's no way you could keep up that type of pressure." And that's what we're all going to be watching for: is that you know, can Austin Theory, this kid, like 25, 26 year old kid, that I know he's been on like Evolve and like he's had experience wrestling outside this company, but man, he's facing up against literally a Hall of Famer at this point, John Cena, your 16-time World Champion, and like probably one of the guys 
who's had the longest one of the longest runs in WWE his history. Um, I'm 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 harking back to like when Rusev faced John Cena, and it it doesn't feel the same, obviously, because uh, you know Rusev was actually a much more credible opponent in my view than Austin Theory. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, Cena doesn't need the title. I think that's obvious. And like I'm, I'm more, I think I'm more interested to see what happens on the Raw after Mania or even after this match, because Mike and I have talked about this on our own, on, on an episode before. That mm-hmm. you know, you know, you pre- I think Mike, you predicted a certain Mister White will show up, either well, yes. on the Raw after Mania, because uh, like Austin, a... let's say Austin Fury won and he's like on this high and he thinks that after I've beaten a legend like John Cena, I'm gonna op- I'm gonna do the open challenge again. I'll challenge anybody. Anyway, yeah. come down out there and then. You know, suddenly you hear you know, like whatever music they gave Jay White. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't my idea. I've heard it on numerous podcasts, oh. but it just seemed like the right, right thing. Like you could have this match on night one, and if you need to still fill out night two, John Cena comes out. He's like, "Hey, I'm the U.S. champ. Why don't we have an open challenge?" And then Jay White comes out, and that's how you immediately establish Jay White as a huge star because he just beat. The biggest name in WWE in the last twenty years. What did he do? And he came out and he beat him in it like cemented that one's just somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think this match could go either way, honestly, because obviously they they want Austin Theory to be a top guy, and that's very evident. That's why they're having this match. They they see Austin Theory as a star in the future. And he's he's great in the ring. He's he he can talk. He he's just there's I I don't know what it is. There's something missing with Austin Theory. I don't know what that thing is. It because it feels like he's on like a like um like a Baron Corbin situation where people just don't want to see him. Like I think and, very and, similar and, to Cena, an early Cena. In that yeah. I think it's I think it's a move set issue. I think that Austin Theory is is trying to do more than he needs to in the ring to prove that he can do it in the ring, but I don't think he's mm. doing anything necessarily flashy. And I think yeah. OG John Cena was doing something similar in that he would do the crossbody off the top rope. He would do yep. a throwback, which was literally a somersault over someone's back. But then yeah. as soon as he stripped all these things away and became known for the five moves of doom and he got, you know, the sort of polarizing reaction, that is actually what sort of solidified Cena and his legacy in WWE. And I think maybe theory, if they're wanting them to push him like that, does he just become a carbon copy Cena and does he decide on a couple of moves that eventually are going to become mm-hmm. his five moves of doom, you know, rather than trying to overcomplicate everything. Yeah, it's it's a very similar road as far as, like, I mean, John Cena didn't do the indies like Austin mm. Theory did, but yeah, I, I, I think this could go either way because it really depends on what they see for Theory going forward. I mean, do they want him to be US champion forever? Or you know, for a year, for until SummerSlam, and do they want to build off of him getting that win off of John Cena that most people don't get? Yeah, um, you've potentially got a very exciting Money in the Bank match this year 
if you do it right. In the your the like theory, to me straight away would be someone who I'd be thinking right now was going. I can see him with money in the bank this year because obviously he won it last year. But like doing it properly, I think Finn is there. Um, you've got. Like, I don't know, like, I mean, again, you could throw Rollins into it, but then if you've got a returning Big E, if there's a Jay White around, you've got a Drew McIntyre and a shame. So many people who, realistically, you could see having it and see legitimately being a threat with it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's exciting because you've got all these people on the periphery of the main event scene. Whereas, realistically, when we get to that point, it is probably going to be a Rhodes or a Reigns. The one thing that I don't want to see happen with this US title match is like I can't, I can't see Theory winning it. I don't know what it is. I just I think Cena's going to win, but I do think that Cena's then going to lose the title the night after, the night after. If, if, if that's a Raw or a Mania night two or whatever, like you say. But I think if it ends up being Cena beats Theory, then Theory beats Cena again just to get the title back. And then Theory is then stuck in this US title limbo again. That's not going to do anything for him. So I think this is the point where actually he needs to lose and he needs to move away from the picture. But then Cena can't be US champion. So yeah, you need need to make somebody else. You need to make somebody else if John Cena is going to lose the belt right after winning it. Yeah, because obviously he's not going to be around after this. He's going to be filming stuff. So. Whoever it is, whether it's Jay White coming in, a Braun Breaker debut, whatever it is, you need to make somebody else if that's the plan. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um so let's um let's throw it around. I think it's uh, this is such a hard one to, to I'm I'm going with theory because I think it makes more sense. And I think I think Cena would do the job quite happily. He wouldn't have done 10 years ago, 15 years ago, but I think now he's like, screw it, again, whatever. Um, so I'm going theory. Um, Adam? Uh, Cena. Callum? I'm going to say theory, and he's confronted on the post-WrestleMania Raw episode by Randy Orton. Ooh. Uh, Alan? I'm going to say uh, Theory as well. Okay. Mike? Cena. Okay. A little split decision. I'm here for it. It's all good. Um, yeah, I don't... It's a hard one. It's an hard one. Um, I realize that I have, I, I have picked for every title to change so far. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Edge versus Ballet in Hell in a Cell. Um, I'm gonna to go to you, Adam, because I feel like you're you're the edge guy. So And the Finn guy. And the Finn guy, yeah. Yeah, and the, the Balor boy. The Balor yeah. boy. The Balor um, boys. <laughs> edge Ed said something on Raw this week where he was just like, I need this to end. I need to get past this point. And I think we're all in agreement that this feud has it, gone on for long enough, yeah. right? It in needed the, to end in like October. There, <laughs> there's only so many times that we can see the Judgment Day beat Edge up, Edge go away for a couple of weeks and then come back and then they do another form of match and all that kind of stuff. And it's, yeah. With Edge saying that, though, 
and with Ed sort of going, I need this to end, and I need this to sort of be, I, I, I have things to do, right? Edge is very prominent in my mind because I've just come off a week of assemblies where I've been talking about Edge, right? And I've been talking about his resilience and his end goal and him decide what you want to be and go be it and doing all that kind of stuff. And I think Finn needs to win this because I don't think there's ever been a point in Finn's career like I felt this Monday on Raw where I was like, this is a big match at Mania for Finn. Because, like, all of his other Mania matches, like, first time round, injured, wasn't there. Triple threat for the Intercontinental title, whatever. Against Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental... Yeah, against Bobby Lashley for the Intercontinental title, whatever. Went to NXT, came back, wasn't even on the card last year, even though he was US champ at the time. So, it's bizarre that we've not had this from Finn. And I think this is going to be it for him. I think he needs a big win. And I said this on our like Mania predictions prior, that I think this is a Judgment Day Mania, in that you have Rhea win, you have Finn win, you have Dom beat Ray, because that match is going to happen. Um, and then if the if the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal was happening, I would have had Damian Priest win that. So... Ty's face when you said... No, I know. Was like was like he just had like the worst taste in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that in a minute, but I just don't want. I just don't want to see it. Um, no, yeah, I know. He's saying, yeah. I think it's time for Finn to to step out of this weird sort of like he can be in the main event. He can be in the tag team. He can he can throw his name in a in a US title match. Like he needs to be in the title picture. Yeah, and I think. Now's the time to do it. Like I think, yep. Finn, as good I think as this he year is going to be it. I think by the end of the year yeah. he's going to have. Like, yeah. Well, I think he's in the same boat as a lot of people. Where it's like, if you said Finn versus Reigns last year, at some point you'd be like, "Well, that's a blow off. Like it's fine, whatever. He's well, not, not got a chance." But the, the broken top rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you say Finn Cordy, yeah. That way. It's, my, it's the MGF argument. This is what we had, the yeah. This is what we said. <laughs> this is the MGF argument. Yeah. Ricky Starks could not have defeated John Moxley for the AEW World Title, but Ricky yeah. Starks can defeat MJF for the AEW World Title. Yeah, and I think he will. That's where we are. <laughs> Finn Balor can't defeat Roman Reigns for the Universal Title, but Finn Balor can defeat Cody Rhodes for the Universal Title. Absolutely. Um, do we think? The Hell in a Cell is going to come into play in some way. Do you think they're going to end up on the talk? Do you think they're going to end up? I hope I... they just bring back the OG Hell in a Cell and not the red, not the red one that they've been using for the last few years. Um, yeah. I mean, they've been using Finn, the red one. Finn gave a lot. Finn gave some hints that he wants to bring. He wants to bring out as his demon side. I think we're going to get some form of heel demons. Some, some, the first some kind yeah, of yeah. I'd be interested in seeing what that would be. Yeah, some kind of purple demon. Yeah, or he'll just wear an helmet, big purple helmet. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with pretty much everything that Adam said. Uh, Finn Balor needs uh, define. A definitive feud-ending match at Mania, and that's what this is. Um, Edge doesn't need this. Edge is probably not going to be around until two, two, three months anyway, because he's got like 
dates that he's got to fulfill. He's not like doing a full run. So, and Edge got his win back at Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. yeah. um, where the feud should have ended. And I, I think that coming off of this big win, Finn's first real big feud going into Mania, Hell in a Cell, Hall of Famer opponent. He needs to win this definitively, and he needs to win this on his own without the Judgment Day, and put him on the next level of his career. I mean, the guy's... I mean, he's already 40-plus, and he hasn't gotten that moment since SummerSlam 2016 to get back in that spot because he was hurt right away. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe that that was freaking you know, <clears throat> that long ago, seven years. He's yeah. been in WWE that lo- longer than that, and just not getting back to that spot, I mean, mainly because of who's in charge or who was in charge at the time. I think is it, it, it's crazy that Finn has not gotten back to this point. And yeah. this, this is that match to get him there. And as we've mentioned numerous times already, Cody versus Finn is already made feud that you can do. Yeah. At back, you could do, you could do right away. You could do at backlash. backlash. You yeah, could yeah. do, yeah. you could do it at money in the bank. You could mm. wherever you want to do it, but it's a feud that people want to see. Um, be, before predictions, do you think they're going to go all out on this and we'll get we'll get blood from Edge? Uh, I mean, um, it really depends. I they're not obviously they're not going to go. WWE's not uh, stance, like yeah, no. Like, uh, I mean, WWE's stance on blood has been the issue for a while now. I mean, like because. Hell in the Cell matches, I think, always look better when there's that 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 um that aspect to the match. Like, yeah. but WWE doesn't plan for those things; they just happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you think I mean, it I, may be Edge could go? I mean, if Edge thinks that it's right to do, then he'll just do it. Yeah. But. It's interesting with the be in a cell because like you could essentially you could get away with it, I suppose. Because it's like, oh, it's the cell. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. and if they get fined or whatever it is, I'm sure it's not a it's I'm not sure a Edge wouldn't care if that was the yeah. case. <laughs> I'm sure it's thing. But I think yeah, if they're gonna do it and they're gonna go all out, maybe maybe taking that shot might be an idea. But yeah. Um predictions then. Adam, Ben, Ben, and just hope it's over at WrestleMania so Edge can move on to three or four months of a retirement run Mm. without feuding with the same people. Didn't this didn't this start when RK Bro were tag champs? Yeah, well, it started similar to Bianca's title run. It started 365 days ago from. This upcoming WrestleMania. That's when teams. Edge. Yeah. That's when Edge created Judgment Day. Edge, the, Edge the, build, the build. AJ. The build to Edge versus AJ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bleed now. Mm. Wow. That's yep. years, man. Um, Alan, 
Warriors, what are you what are you saying? Uh Finn. Okay. Mike. Finn. Finn. Okay. Let's go. Oh, Ranch. Oh, good. There you go. Sorry, Edge. Edge doing he's, the job. That's what it he's, is. He's a Hall of Famer. He don't need it. Yeah, he can deal with it. Let him go um, on his retirement bucket list and just tick off a lot of names that he wants to face yeah. before he finally calls it a day. Um, before we move on, just uh, quick, give me one name. Um, who would you like to see Edge face in his final year? Is there anyone you're like, oh, this guy? Johnny Gargano. I was just about to say Gargano. Mm. <laughs> John Cena. Cena would be interesting, though. Tommaso yeah. Ciampa. <laughs> Anything Ciampa does, I mean, I'm, I'm already in. Telling you. Um, oh, think... oh, how about Karrion Cross? We never no. got the payoff on that. They had a little no. confrontation in NXT well, yeah. you know, way back when. Gunther. Gunther would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Just wonder, just wonder. I would have probably said Gargano. Um, before we wrap it up, I'm just going to do like a best of the rest type thing that we kind of know what is what. Um, Trish Lita and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Do we think Damage Control is even like surviving WrestleMania? Yeah? No. I feel like yeah. they're on the way. I feel like EO and Dakota have been getting kind of pissed off that Bailey's yeah. been making match decision, uh, decisions for them mm-hmm. and what matches they should be making. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so I don't think they're going to pull. Sort of uh, yeah, they're gonna break up, or do we think Trish is saying heal? Or well, the, the, the speculation of Trish turning on them and facing Becky at SummerSlam is possible right here. Um, to give Bailey a, a mania win, which would be nice for her. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I if that's what they're gonna do, then that I would be fine with that, but. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I'm gonna go with with uh, damage control. Okay, Adam. Uh, Trish, Leo, Becky. Yeah, Callum. The BLT. The B. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I feel like well, I you know I'm surprised well, like, I well, like, that. one minute away from sitting here for two hours, and I feel like you thought about that. Forever ago, <laughs> like you were like, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised WWE hasn't used that. Yeah, he's just got no one else said it first as well. Yeah, I'm sure by now they figured out. Okay, is BLT? Is there anything sexual yeah. here? Is anything inappropriate? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that Alan, is also my. That is also my prediction. The BLT. The BLT. All right. Okay. The BLT. Um, the match I have said for, um. Forever that I never wanted to see, um, Ray versus Dominic, which seems to be happening, and I, I hate the fact that it's happening. But yeah, it's it's happening. It's happening. I hate it. Just I've said it for months. I absolutely hate that it's happening. Like it's just one of them things that's just not needed. And the way they're doing it, it I get it. Like it's getting Dom over as the heel that he is, and blah blah blah, all that bullshit. It's fine, but. It's, yeah, it's just, it's so like they should have done it at the Royal Rumble. Honestly. It's so easy. At that point, I understand what happened. I think Ray was not cleared, Ray, but yeah, still. Ray was hurt. I, yeah. I, I, I get the feeling this is Ray's retirement match. <laughs> See, I've heard, I've heard that, but I don't think so. 
Uh, that's like saying Kurt Ang- that's like say- that's a- this is like Kurt Angle's retirement match was Baron Corbin for God's sake. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, Flair goes into the Hall of Fame. He has his last match at Mania the night after all that kind of stuff. I feel like Ray's getting a similar thing here. Here's the thing, like, I said to you about it, and I was like, the only way they should do it is if it wasn't it. It was they were coming to the end of Dom's heel run. They mm. had the match, and then Ray took his mask off and gave it to Dom, and Ray didn't wrestle again. That oh, yeah, but if that happens, then then Ray is done. What a moment that'd be! But, but then realistically, is that in that sense, Dom would have to turn heel. A turn face, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was, that's what Matt, I was going to say. Like, I can't see a heel Dom just sort of going, well, thanks, I've Dad, been... I appreciate it. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I've been saying for a while that, that Dom needs to get out of this um, shadow of his dad. He needs to stop doing his dad's moves. He needs yes. to stop doing Eddie's moves. He needs to... He's just he confused needs... about who his dad is. Right. He needs yeah. to go to the he needs to go to the NXT for a few months and train at the performance center and learn some new moves. Then, I'll be honest. I am going to say this: uh, the easily one of the most entertaining things on Raw that I watch every week is Dominic Mysterio. It's condom. Yeah, condom. Condom. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. when yeah. he was doing hard time, yeah, like, <laughs> and he was in the clean. The all those is... five, all those five hours of jail. Yeah. What's yeah. even more funny, the, the more funny part and the joke is that Finn and Priest are treating it seriously. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, it's hard. He's, Just... hard, he's a hard time. It's, it's Corey Graves saying he's one of the most dangerous men <laughs> in the world. Like <laughs> the whole thing just like they're all buying into it, and you're sitting there like this is so ridiculous because they're this all guy... buying into it, it works. <laughs> The most ridiculous thing is he, the shit he wears is six hundred quid. That's what's the most ridiculous thing. He he saw some shit. Six. He saw some. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they're, they're seen over things. guys. You know that Hall of Famer Mick Foley is trying to apply to get into Judgment Day. I mean, yeah, yeah. I watched mm-hmm. his uh, video. Mick Foley residence. just needs to stop talking. We've discussed Mick, Mick Foley recently on this podcast. Oh really? Okay. He he thought in 2006 Vince McMahon was again going to prep him for a world title run. Yeah, that wasn't happening, Mick. <laughs> Jesus, remember? Um, yeah. If I drop I another think... ten pounds, no. I'll get there. No, you won't, Mick. So <laughs> I, I, I... what happens? Yeah. Who are we going with? If Ray is retiring, Dominic. Dom. Dom. Okay. okay. Dom. Right. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still fab- flabbergasted at, at six hundred pounds yet. I'll be honest with you. That's the, that's the biggest news I've had all. <laughs> a lot of money in it. In it, I was like, that shit's proper nice, and I noticed that it was like, it's it off white is the people who make it, and I was like, oh yeah, 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 let's have a look, let's have a go. It's going to be a bit expensive. It's all good. Ah. <laughs> fuming, absolutely fuming. Anyway, anyway, if anyone wants to buy it for me, like I've got a. <laughs> I'll set up and go fund me. I want a new shirt. Hey, I really, I really want the shirt, but it's a lot of money, guys. Can you, can you help me? Yeah. So don't think Mysterio retires. We're out for a meal and get sauce on it, and then you. Yeah. (laughs) So just to add, like I've heard numerous things, like because there's speculation that they might not even make this match official until the night of the Hall of Fame. Um, and 
something's got to happen to force Ray to like want the match because oh, Dom, saying, Dom will come out and punch Conan in the face. That's yeah, what that's what, that's 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 where I was going. That's where I was going because Ray keeps saying, "Oh, I'm not going to fight my son. Uh, if you were anybody else, I would fight you, but you're my son, so I can't." Like, that's the only thing I could think of, or what? Well, like, he could slap his mom, or <gasps> like, not Angie. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm just throwing out ideas. Oh, like, you, everyone's in the finery and that, and he's just choking up his mom. What What would make What would make Ray want to do it? Yeah, like six hundred dollars this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my God. It, it it sounds wrong when you say it, but what's gonna what's gonna make Ray wanna have the match? Okay, right. So I've said I don't want this match. If this if if Ray going into the Hall of Fame is the catalyst to get this to be made as a match, that's gonna piss me off even more. Because it's like, well, now he's in the Hall of Fame. He's had he. It was just a storyline to put him into the Hall of Fame. He hasn't actually had his moment. But but it's pathetic that he's going in the Hall of Fame, according to Dom. Like, well, of course it is. But I mean, this pathetic. is not. He's the greatest luchador of all time. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's lucha. That's it. Um. Before we wrap this up, is there any other matches I haven't mentioned that the showcase uh, tag tag I mean, tag, they, tag, they, tag they, tags? Yeah. They announced the showcase tags. They're uh, yeah. four, two fatal four ways, one women, one men. Uh, Raquel and Liv are a team now, apparently, and they're in it. Um, what the hell, man? Because like... <laughs> it's bizarre. It's it's bizarre that they're just doing it. Like there's nothing there on the line. Just... Like everyone gets a there's no, there's no real team. No one. In... But I might have a reason. I have a tag Honestly, team term I think for some... the championship. I, don't know so who, I think Mike said it. It was either Mike who said it or someone else said it. In women's tag team wrestling across all companies, there is only ever one actual team, and they're the champions. The challengers are always flown together in some random reason. And they are the only other two teams that will exist ever. There are no other me. teams that will exist. Yeah. Okay. I that, think was that, that, you, you <laughs> that was me. That was me. I can take Ronda and Shayna together, though. Like, yeah. I think, well, I think they will win the fatal four way for the women's side. Yeah. So Ronda the other teams, the other teams that are speculated are Ronda and Shayna, um, Chelsea and um, Carmella, and um, what was the uh, the fourth? Natty and Shotzi. Uh, uh, Natty and Shotzi. That's why right. not Natty and Beth. I know we we're just talking about exactly teams. Exactly. Imagine like a final <laughs> two teams of Ronda and Shayna and Natty and Beth. You yeah, know, I know Beth just and the the Judgment Day stuff. And just... on the men's side, you have uh, Alpha Academy, which we don't think is even a team anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Street Profits. Um, what was Braun the, and uh... Ricochet? Braun and Ricochet. Braun and... Bronache, Bronache, Viking, Viking balls. <laughs> Bronache, why you and, and and Viking Raiders. So, if you uh, make these number one contenders matches, that's yeah. great. Let's do that. I, I I think I'd sooner have brawling brutes over the Viking Raiders. I, yeah, or instead of Alpha Academy, because yeah. as of right now, but I feel like that's that's purely. Maximum Maybe Alpha Academy in it, but then you know apart, shenanigans. Yeah, if that falls apart before, then they're gonna slot someone in, and it'll be brutes. Yeah, yeah maybe. Like, yeah, that's that, the that, 
Like, they're still a tag team. Oh, no way. Oh, you know, Otis doesn't turn up at the arena because he's with the models. Chad Gable's out on his own. He's like, what can happen? And Jason Jordan's like, I'm healed. American Uh, Alpha, let's go. I I just had a horrible idea. Oh. It could be be Gable Stevenson. I was Chad Chad Gable Stevenson. Exactly. I was like, the Gables. The Gables. Yeah, no, no. And then Chad was like, shoot, the Gables. Gables. Wow. Because because Chad Gable has been, you know, like nagging on Gable Stevenson every time he appears. And this would be like the perfect time for like Kurt Angle to come out and be like, hey, Chad, it looks like you need a partner. Come, Kurt Angle, come out and be like, no, I'm retired. My, my ass is retired. My no, it's like, hey, Chad, you know you're Chad Gable. Well, is Gable? I have, Gable. I have a Gable for you. <laughs> He's ready and willing. He's really yeah, ready, willing and Gable. He's ready, willing and Gable. <laughs> Gable's uh, I think the bigger wow. part would be if it was Jason Jordan. You know, it'd be Kurt worse Angle's if you teased me with American Alpha return and uh, then it doesn't yeah. happen. Oh, imagine if Jason Jordan came out and said, here's, here's your partner. <laughs> like, that would be so annoying. <laughs> I can't that... go anymore, but <laughs> that, please, well, it in the spirit well, of American well, if Alpha, Jason Jordan take this came out guy. Suit and tie, then it would not be as um. Well, yeah, if he came out, if he came out obviously... in gear, if he came out in gear and was like, oh, I'm not wrestling. Yeah, like, yeah. I wear this on the Sunday. <laughs> come out in his, uh, in his, what, in his Alpha's like, his tracky. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd just be like, "Hey, uh, no, it's not me." Like, yeah. Okay. So little, I don't know. Um, who did that? The, the new day did that, didn't he? When mm. oh, the Hardy the Boys, Hardy. yes. And they come out in the gear, didn't they? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, well, oh, they were the... on that. Yeah, because that's not good. <laughs> I'll be honest. But <laughs> go on. Unfortunate for Xavier, not gonna have anything yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. Because I would have, I would have imagined that one of them would have been Kofi and Xavier. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, obviously, we have no idea if Biggie is cleared or mm. or, or ever will be. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, if he is, then you put you put Biggie and Xavier in this match. Mm-hmm. It would be good if we didn't if Woods didn't get a moment. But that wouldn't be a good bit. But on the roar after, we had all three. Yeah, uh, news eight back together. Yeah. Whether they can all go or not is different, but yeah, I'm all there. And well, well, Kofi just had his surgery, so yeah, so you yeah. saw him a few weeks out. But uh, any so, um, any thoughts on who else is going to round out the Hall of Fame? Uh, I've heard, heard, heard Stacy, yeah, I've heard Stacy, yeah. yeah. Well, Foley said he's inducting somebody, yeah, well, he's been he, asked himself. Himself. he did yeah. say that, so I don't um, know, like, I don't know who it would be. I assume Batista um, was headlining this one, but then, but yeah, yeah no, Ray, Ray's yeah. the headliner now. So yeah, and I guess they've been there's been speculation for a while that they're gonna do smaller classes because yeah. I mean eventually they're gonna run out of people. Yeah. <laughs> so well, he's who's the celebrity because they usually do a celebrity and a tag team. I would assume it should be Cindy Lauper. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah it yeah. should be Cindy Lauper. Uh, but were, were they saying was it Rock and Roll Express for the tag? Yeah, yeah. I mean that was that was speculation or Midnight yeah. Midnight Express Midnight Rock Express Roll, yeah yeah Rock and Roll's already in yeah. yeah. Um, 
so yeah i i don't know um either way stacy's fine uh yeah she to, is to be fair though if you get if you get ray <laughs> ray muter stacy midnight express and cindy Harper, that's a pretty decent that's yeah. that's a good whole thing plus yeah 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 that yeah. that's a good shout if they're gonna i mean because they always seem to put in like a posthumous uh yeah, yeah. induction so that would be good considering well, like, you like, manga in there that'd be quite good I don't, know who, yeah. I don't know who who would be who Mick Foley has had a unless it's Stacy. I mean he yeah he could I mean he could induct Stacy I guess. Yeah. Um but what about Tory Wilson? As... Surely Tory would induct Stacy, yeah. Yeah, he would think yeah. Tory would induct Stacy. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm wondering who um, would induct someone else. Oh, yeah. Well if Mick Foley Midnight Express, induct... uh, Midnight Express, I mean this is Jim Carnet. Even, some <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's gotta be corny, like, Annie. Gotta be. Who else could it be? Gotta be corny. Like it could be with a stopwatch of how long he's got to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he comes out with a tennis racket and yellow shoe pants on. I'm not asked. Like, as far as like corny. who McFoley would induct, like I'm trying to think. Like ter- Terry Funk's already in, mm-hmm. right? Um, unless it's like a Raven. Right. Yeah, yeah, it could be Raven. Well, yeah, maybe. Raven, Raven's Raven's already in the Impact Hall of Fame, so uh, yeah, Raven has yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know who Mick Foley would induct. It, it, it would be somebody him. close to him, but <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> oh yeah, The Rock, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. The Rock. The Rock uh, was ready for this, but not to face Roman. Yeah, yeah. He's ready for this. <laughs> Um, the Rock just does me head in at the minute. I don't know what it is about him. You still him. Does me head in. He had a bold choice of suit at the Oscars, didn't he? Like he could have been in the carpet, messing. Oh Jeez. boy. Um. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna throw around the table like I always do. I don't know how um you like to do this, uh, but I'll throw it around to you. Say, you join in and answer. It's all good. Adam, are you okay? Like, what's going on? What's happening? What's the deal? What yeah, just... the intros again? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's it's pretty similar, isn't it? We have to bookend it, you know. This is where we yeah, book man. stuff. Yeah. Um, you can go over to Final Film for my Manif coverage. Uh, I've been going to a few days of that, not as much as I wanted to. Um, you know, just busy with work and all that kind of malarkey. Uh, Last of Us coverage is finished because the season's mm. finished. So I am thinking about what else I'm going to do next. What other episodes I'm going to do this year, but. Don't know, still woman and iron about it. Me and Ruby will probably go and watch Super Mario over half term, so we'll probably review that as well at some point. You're gonna do all fifty-six fast films? I, I, I that was a plan, weren't it? I cannot be asked doing that, so that's yeah. not happening. Uh, two months, ten comes out. Yeah. So if you want to watch them in two months. Mm. A lot. It's a lot like Yeah, it's a lot. 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 Anyway, yeah. um Mike, what's going on? Uh, just keep uh supporting uh going over big time. Uh, that's really what we're doing right now. Um, you nothing else. Fifty six, didn't you? Uh, fifty six in uh, wrestling on uh iTunes. Yeah, man. Uh, Apple Podcasts, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just having a lot of fun doing that, and uh, that's it. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MikeJC821. There you go. That's it. Callum? 
yeah, had a bit of a rubbish night yesterday evening. Nottingham Forest lost to Newcastle, so that wasn't yeah. very fun. Uh, but my evening was made a lot better when I saw my soap dad, Dr. Carl Kennedy, on the TV. Does he know that he's your soap dad? <laughs> no, there's a story, but for a different time. Is he uh, your soap dad? Like I tell Thea when she sees a wrestling DVD or Blu-ray in a supermarket, and she looks in and I say, do you know who this is? And she says, no. And I say, that's Uncle Trips. Yeah. <laughs> and Rich is like, he's not your uncle. It's not even your uncle, I don't even know. It's your Uncle Trips. All right, that's your Uncle Trips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it that type of situation? Like, it's that sort of situation. Yeah. I'll explain it off air. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good time. Secret man. type of situation. Yeah. Uh, Alan, you got anything going on? Anything planning? Anything? You know, know, just a lot of wrestling, you know, follow me at the Cantastic and uh, keep uh, tuning into SLTD going over big time. Uh, We are, we're starting to get up, get some uh, UK uh, listeners. So that's good. Always looking uh, to get more uh, UK fans. uh, Hopefully some female fans will uh, tune in at some point. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. No, no, but there are women wrestling fans too. Would like to see a little gender balance here and there. This is why he's doing the podcast. He's stuck in the pond. You got to reach all the demos. You got to reach all the demos. Yeah, as I said, a lot of wrestling, a lot of wrestling in Canada this year. Um, March twenty fourth, Impact will have sacrifice in Windsor, Ontario. Uh, That is just across this river from Detroit. And then April 16th, I will be attending Impact Rebellion in Toronto at a venue coincidentally called the Rebel Nightclub. So it's Rebellion in the Rebel. They um, planned that. Hey. Yeah. No, no, they've been there for years. They've been going there for a couple of years before. <laughs> Alan saw a nightclub and thought, hey. Yeah, it's a Winning. nice little venue. Yeah. Anyway. And then, of course, um, I'm hoping in June I will be able to attend in person. AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling presents the Forbidden Door, I guess, two in uh down in Toronto at a at one of our at the, probably the biggest uh, arena we have in our city. Followed by, well, I'm probably not gonna go be able to go all, all of them, but they're gonna do a pretty much a summer tour across Canada, culminating in a house show uh, in Calgary, which hosts an event called the Calgary Stampede. And that is where AEW will have their house show. So it's like a big annual event where some of the big names in the city serve up pancakes to uh, attendees and that kind of thing. It's a, you know, it's Western Canada, very cowboy, very uh, cowboy based uh, fiend there. It's one of the biggest events we have in Canada um, every year. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in Canada in terms of wrestling uh, this year. I will just say that if anybody wanted to take out Alan, in a sniper situation, he's just with a rifle. For the next six <laughs> wait, I, wait! I thought you were trying to hook me up with someone. Well, anyone wants to take out Alan? <laughs> I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna go on here. I'm gonna go on to this. Gonna be going to that. So yeah, man, that will be here. Gonna... We'll be here. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Let me eat my pancakes. I basically, yeah. I basically, I basically dox myself for the next six months. There you go. I, I, I really hope you don't get the stalker out of this. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, we will be. Well, if she turns out to be attractive, then maybe. I'll... Well, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> right? How do you know it's gonna be a woman? You want if you're pretty, it's fine. Yeah. How do you know it's gonna be a woman? Uh SLTD Mania Month. Um, 
uh, at some point yesterday or today. Um, so we've got some stuff going up that um, we've got some, we've actually got some stuff that people on the on this ear podcast have wrote in the past that's going back up. Yeah, man. Um, stuff of yours, Alan. And I mean, I hope I get more like royalties, you know. Yeah, and something of yours, mate, as well. Um, cool. Up to now, anyway, I'm I'm going through to see what we can play with and what we can do, and um, and then I'm going to put our episodes up, and it's going to be a good time. Um, I spent far too long creating the Mania Month logo that I'm not not going to use it because it was an absolute bitch. So, um, yeah, uh, there you go. So go on to SLTD Wrestling and check us out as always. Um, anywhere you follow, like, subscribe, blah, 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 all that stuff. SLTD Wrestling in the search and we'll pop up, I'm sure. Uh, interact, do your thing. Um, listen to the round table. Listen to Go Over Big Time. Just do what you normally do. Um, and yeah, as always, stay safe. Look after each other and watch the wrestling that you want to watch. Not the wrestling you're supposed to. Although, what was the um, the recommended match you just uh, gave up, Alan? Mike? Oh, uh, Kana versus Minoru Suzuki. There you go. So if you don't don't watch the wrestling that anyone tells you to watch, but if you do, watch that, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye.